you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hey, mamas. What the fuck is good? My name is Camo, and you're listening to another episode of Unfazed and Unbothered, the podcast where we rant, rave, and ramble about literally any and everything. So this past week, I went to the doctor, and I found out that I have very high blood pressure. I think I mentioned months back that, you know, it was kind of high, but um, it was like heart attack level the other day. So if I'm a little off today, that's why I started a blood pressure medication. And um, yeah, I'm just starting to adjust to that. And it's making me feel a little funky. So bear with me. My apologies. Um, I will say while that visit unlocked a new anxiety for me it also alleviated others so my blood work was all gray which is just so cute and gorgeous my brain is a scary place y'all I feel like I'm always having an inner conflict you know the, the, the angel and the devil are always you know going back and forth with with each other especially when I'm high especially when I'm high you know I have mentioned so many times every stoner out there across the lands I'm gonna stop smoking I'm gonna stop smoking bitch when you've you've said that a thousand fucking times it's it's exhausting and i know y'all have heard me say that probably a thousand times but um when i'm high my brain just takes it there but it also helps because it's like the thing with weed for me personally is it's always a gamble like i can either enter an anxiety attack and i suddenly have all these health health conditions oh your your disease is back you got hiv you got this you got you got cancer my brain goes there every time the intrusive thoughts are intrusive okay and um it's just not the case it's just not the case uh so I don't know how to silence those bitches, but if y'all have any advice, please let a sister know. Um, yeah, so I, I'm all clear. I'm all good. There was nothing too, um, too concerning other than my blood pressure. So I'm trying to work on that. There's a lot of contributing factors that are potentially elevating it, such as my insomnia. I'm getting like four hours of sleep, stressing over this fucking Adderall shortage. Uh, Y'all have probably heard it. You know, we hear things like that all the time. Adderall shortage, coin shortage, bread shortage, bitch. What, where, where? It, it, I'm not affected, but then you become affected. Yeah, so this past um, two weeks ago, I went to go pick up my prescription and it was not available. And I've called every single day since. It's not been available. And um, this domino effect, you know, that stresses me out because I'm not as productive and like not to, you know, put 
Adderall like on a pedestal like oh I can only do anything if I'm on that but like I really do suffer from crippling ADHD like <laughs> it's a problem and I know a lot of people use it as like a little a quirk or a, you know a cute little oh ha, ha, ADHD I'm so silly but no like it actually stresses me the fuck out and um when I started taking the the prescription I had so many benefits from it like I was constantly writing music and um I was always at the gym and I was just being productive and I did kind of like start to, you know, mellow out and adjust. So I do need to, I was about to up my dose. Yeah. So this, when I went to go pick up my prescription, it was a higher dose and I was very excited because I'm like, fuck yeah, I can have, you know, like maybe that edge back and, uh, no, they don't have Adderall anywhere. So, uh, it's been a, it's been a struggle the past two weeks. I did. However, yesterday I was like, enough is enough. Like something is better than nothing. Please doctor, like do something for me. And they sent me some Vyvanse. So today I took Vyvanse for the first time and, um, I'm also taking amylodipine blood pressure medication, (sighs) which just the sound of that is so frustrating to me because I'm 28 years old and I sound like a fucking grandmother. You're taking amlodipine bitch it's gonna be okay i'm gonna drink more water i'm gonna start chugging water i say that as i'm fucking dehydrated which is another contributing factor of high blood pressure is dehydration (laughs) a caffeine consumption big ass cup of coffee come on camo get it the fuck together y'all i'm sorry i'm struggling in real time Oh, yeah. So, um, my labs came back. I'm all, cl- I'm all clear. I'm all good. No, nothing concerning. Just my blood pressure. We're gonna work on that. We're gonna be good, and we're gonna move on. Move the fuck on, yeah. But so this past week, outside of that, I have been recording a lot of music, and I'm very happy with some of the songs that I've gotten. Um. I don't actually, actually, I'm like really surprised I've been able to work on music the way I have been considering the lack of Adderall, but, um, outside of music and like playing Fortnite this past two weeks, I've really not done anything. I've not went to thrift stores. Really. I've not gotten out of the house. I've been, it's actually like uh, concerning. Um, as I say it aloud, I'm like, wow, damn bitch, get out of the house. Like you always encourage people to get out of the house and go do something. And here you are being a recluse. I need to go for a walk, but it's also been fucking raining almost every day in Georgia. Like what the fuck is that about? And like, we'll have like a nice clear day and I'll go for a walk. And I'm like, wow, this is great. And then the next fucking day it rains and pours. Yeah. So I guess that that seasonal depression I think that's what's going on here. Um, yeah, I've been kind of down in the dumps and binge eating. That's another contributing factor. But okay, bitch, we're not talking about that shit. Move the fuck on. Um, I really don't have much updates for y'all this week. I think I just updated y'all entirely. So I'm going to go on a break. And when I come back, I'm going to share some stories of my adolescence that um, just are, you know, they stick 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 in my brain, you know. Wow, I'm short short circuiting right now, y'all. I need to eat something and I need to take a nap. But anyways, I'll, I'll see y'all in a minute. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. 
connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Okay, I'm back, bitch. Um... My high school 10-year reunion is this summer, and (laughs) the past, like, week, I've just been recalling so many situations that, for some reason, stick in my brain, and I made a list of some. They don't have a particular order, um... (laughs) But I'm just going to start sharing some of these these stories. Uh, so if my classmates are listening, hey, I'm ready to see y'all. Can't wait. Hope you're all doing great. Bring your Vera Bradley in a Sharpie, bitch. Yeah, so um, I was very much, growing up, I was very much that kid who didn't give a fuck would willingly embarrass themselves to get a laugh out of somebody. Like, I I guess I was a bit of a class clown, but um, not the best class clown because it wasn't like jokes that I was, you know, I was embarrassing myself, you know? (laughs) And uh, if you told me to do something or told me I couldn't do something or you dared me to do something, like I very much was going to do that. And I think people took advantage of that because, um, People had me do a lot of stupid shit and looking back in hindsight, I was very much that kid who's in the hallway screaming and screeching and making weird, inappropriate noises and throwing erasers through the atrium and pretending like I didn't do it. Oh my God. Bitch, I was a mess. Like I was always doing something stupid, always mischievous, you know? Um, 
So I have like a little list of some things, some issues that arose and, uh, you know, some whatever. Like I was just a troubled child, I guess. I was struggling. I was trying to figure myself out and I was just always met with roadblocks and nasty people. And so I just kind of like built this this exterior and I just kind of did my thing. And I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not proud of all of these stories, but uh, they they are my past. So I'm going to share them with you candidly. Um. Okay, okay, okay. So, <laughs> in seventh grade, I had moved from a more urban rural area, Lawrenceville, you know, and I moved to Winder, Georgia, which is very much at the time was Cows and Home Depot and Walmart, and that was it. And um, it was a bit of a, a culture shock for me because. Um, People were not wearing what I was wearing. I was wearing Sean John and <laughs> Echo, Fat Farm, Rockaware, all those brands. You know, you you got an understanding um, <laughs> of visual. It was a hot mess. I had chains. Mm. Those memories haunt me. But I moved to Barrow County and... Everyone there was in like Hollister and Abercrombie. And, um, you know, I always knew that I was more physically attracted to men. But up until I came out of the closet, I had, like most queer people, I was just, you know, seeking validation and approval. And uh, I just wanted to fit in. I didn't want to fit in, you know physically but I wanted to you know I didn't want to be such an outcast so like the whole the whole queer thing was just um off the table so I tried to you know mold myself I tried to uh, deny myself those thoughts and feelings and um anyways point being made I took a likeness for this to this girl don't know why but <laughs> uh, she was just my friend and she was funny and we we had like cute and gorgeous times together I guess um thinking back in hindsight she really was just making fun of me and I was just like oh she's laughing with me no think thinking back she was laughing at me because I was a character I still am but I'm a different character I would say um but anyways I I asked this bitch out right and she dead ass told me um sorry you don't dress white so my family's always went to thrift stores it was a regular thing we did so you know we went to Goodwill that night, and I remember I found these these etnies, you know, the, the skater shoes. I found a pair of those and um, a pair of cargo shorts. Y'all, you can't make this. I can't make this up, but I'm not making this up. And um, I believe it was a Banana Republic t-shirt. I thought I looked white as snow. So I went to school and I was like, hey, um, what's up? You know, like, what's, look at me, I'm Caucasian, you know, am I, am I white enough for you? And she told me, no, you're too fat now. So um, she, de she dead ass told me, uh, sorry, you're still fat. Get a, get a treadmill. Those were dead ass her words verbatim. Um, so, you know, that kind of did a number on me, but um fast forward actually to my junior year as if like that didn't 
put such a distaste in my mouth. She kind of like used me to get back at this girl who had taken her man, basically. But also, I will say, in my defense, um, or in her defense, I guess, this bitch, the new bitch, the new girl, she was also kind of a cunt to me and uh, would ha-ha, hee-hee-hoo-hoo amongst her friend group at me in the corner. And so anyways, um, homegirl that rejected me in seventh grade, fast forward to, I think it was 11th or 9th grade, whatever. I don't fucking know. Um, she was like, oh, say something to this bitch. And uh, I was like, oh, game, bitch, <laughs> say less. So we were like standing um, in front of the classroom and I was like, oh my God, um, your teeth, they look so good. Uh, what toothpaste do you use? I can't believe it's not butter or blue bonnet. Yeah, um, not the most proud of that um, story, but, uh, you know, it did happen, and um, she was a cunt, so I hope you brushed your teeth a little more after that. Maybe, you know, I saw something on TikTok yesterday, and it really stuck with me. It really did. Um, I saw this video, and it was like, you know, you come into people's lives to trigger them, but not intentionally, but you do kind of like give the give them these spiritual awakenings and like one of my sister girls who's downstairs she was telling me yesterday like um you know I feel like you know you you really get me and like you you put things into perspective all of my friends at one point or another have like told me things like that so um maybe (laughs) maybe she brushed her teeth a little bit more after that um engagement I hope she did I hope you're doing great miss ma'am actually I don't care but um I wish you well um wherever you are out there in these streets anyways uh moving on um (laughs) i may have told this story before but in seventh grade i see growing up in school my mouth always got me into trouble and um in seventh grade my teacher at one point moved me into a corner of the classroom in an isolated desk. And that was just an obstacle that I was inevitably going to overcome via throwing paper planes across the classroom with notes to my girlies. You know, me and my girlies, I have so many notes, by the way, Miss Yana, Kathy, Alyssa, Lindsay, um, Morgan, if y'all are listening by any chance, I still have so many letters we would pass back and forth amongst ourselves in these classrooms. But um, yeah, so I would always find a way to disrupt the class one way or another. I just like liked to talk, you know, like, and so it got to the point where I was in my own corner and I still was a nuisance. So there was a meeting called with the principal, my mother and my teacher. And, um, you know, when I was in the office, she's like, you know, Cam is just always causing a disruption. I put them in their own corner and somehow they still find a way to talk. They won't hush. They always got, they're always talking and beep, 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 boop, boop, boop. Yeah. And uh, without skipping a beat, I'm like, what? I've, I've got a lot to say. Bitch. I didn't say bitch, but uh, I did say I've, I've got a lot to say. What, what can I say? You know, I got to get it off my chest. Otherwise, it's going to drive me fucking crazy. I've got ADHD, which I didn't know at the time. I didn't know at the time, but um, I do crippling ADHD. So that's probably. um, Wow. Hmm, that's probably 
what caused a lot of my issues back in the day. Hmm, interesting. <sighs> I love having epiphanies. Um, yeah, so bitch, I got a lot to say and I still got a lot to say. I just got to figure out how to say it, you know. Um, my mother thought it was hilarious though. In the moment she played the mom role like, <gasps> damn. In the car, she was just like, bitch, you are too funny. <laughs> my mother was, wow, my mother was definitely my hero so many times growing up and still is. Um, she called so many schools. I went, to, I went to a lot of schools, but she, one thing she did, she did not play about her babies she did not and when there was a problem oh she was speaking to the managers she was speaking to the principals she was speaking to the uh regional the districts whoever she needed to she was she would not stop my mother was fearless she was resilient and she would not stop until she was heard and i um i do really uh feel inspired by my mother quite a bit if I'm being 1000 but um yeah she didn't play and um lots of fights with administration and uh, one time my mother actually got really upset with me this, this particular time but in sixth oh bitch sixth grade I was going to Richards Middle School in Lawrenceville and I had my mother had just moved to Barrow County but she didn't want to deal with the withdrawing me and um, putting me in a, in a new school. Plus, that school was close to her daycare that she was directing. So it was like still easy for her. It wasn't out of the way. And I would just instead of riding the bus, I could, you know, be a car rider. And um, so one day um, I had like this digital camera and me and this girl, Tayasha, if you're listening, hey, mama, uh, we were taking a picture in the hallway and this teacher came out. I fucking hated that bitch, Miss Welch. She came out and took my camera from me and I went to chorus. I was blood boiling all chorus. Couldn't even fucking sing, bitch. I was just like, my camera, my new camera. I just got this bitch. It's gone. Um. And I got back to class uh, when I came back to her class. She was like my homeroom teacher. I, not my homeroom, but she was like on my team. Or I forgot how that shit worked back then. Um, there was like two teachers you were frequent with, but then you had like your chorus, you'd go elsewhere, whatever. Um, so she was one of my main teachers. And uh, we were in class. And I don't know why she felt the need to just announce to the whole class like, oh, Cam, so uh, your camera is... And basically said that the principal had my camera, but she just said it in such a condescending way and announced it to the entire class and like singled me out. And that's one thing I don't like. I don't like to be singled out, bitch. Please don't do that because I, I it's not cute. OK, so she like turned around and started writing on the dry erase board and I flicked her off. And this motherfucking bitch, Jonathan Chisa, that was his dead ass's name. And I'm making fun of it. You know, that's his name, whatever. Pop off King. I hope you're doing swell and well. Uh, but he said, um, Miss Welch, um, Cameron just flicked you off. So, um, it, it caused a little conflict with me and her. And one thing led to another. I said something like, I can't wait till this school year is over. And she said, I'm counting up the days, sweetheart. And I said, bitch, I'm counting up the days. I'm not to see your fat ass. Yeah, principal's office immediately. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I was there, 
uh, they were like, "Why? what did you mean by you can't wait for the end of the school year? And I was like, well, I'm, I moved, bitch. What do you mean? I'm not going to be here next year. Oh, you moved. So you're no longer in the district. Oh, today's your last day. Mm-hmm. And my mother was pissed. She was pissed because now I was going to have to find a school in my district or in Barrow County. And she, you know, worked close by to my school that I was at at the moment. And um, she needed me to be at her daycare afterwards because work, you know, so it really fucked things up for her. Um, she was very upset. She had to drive so much further. And, yeah, but actually, um, not that much further because my dad, my parents are were divorced. And so uh, my dad, he lived not too far from that district, but um, it was Sweetwater Middle School. If you're a Sweetwater girly, rise up. Um, so I, halfway through the school year, I went to my dad's district because it was still closer for my mom to pick me up um, after school. But uh, anyways, that's all irrelevant. So I went to that school and um, I don't really know where I was going with that story. That school was a nightmare. That it, I, uh, Sweetwater, I used to call it murky water because it was just always some some fucking nonsense some some troubled children like there was like drug deals going on in middle school and i had like no idea what what that even meant or what that was like it was just it was too much some people uh beat me up well they didn't really beat me up we were i was running to the locker room and um for pe and they like pushed me against this brick wall and i like scraped myself up it was really sad and unfortunate um but after that, I started wearing my gym clothing to school every single day because I was not going to the locker room. Also, those boys were like, if you come in there, we're going to beat your ass. And there was like fight matches in that um, locker room. So I was scared. I was fucking scared. I wasn't fucking with the bitches. Sweetwater, y'all traumatized me. Just saying. Um, Yeah, I wrote some other stories down, but um, let's see. So the blue bond, I told y'all that. Um. Mm. What else? I got kicked out of school. Okay, so my 11th grade, I was I was diagnosed with my illness. So if you're new, if you're just tuning in, um, I had a rare blood disease called paroxysmal nocturnal hemoglobinuria. It's a one in a million blood disease. Literally 8,000 people in the world have had it. And I was one of those fortunate people. <laughs> but... um when I was diagnosed, my health like went very downhill very quick. And um, I was in the hospital, Eggleston Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. Rise up. Thank you, Queens, for taking care of me. Miss Rochelle, love you and everybody else too. But when I first was like diagnosed with my illness, no one believed me. And I've always been so out there. So um, even my best of friends were like texting people back and forth like, mm, Cam is just looking for attention. Did y'all hear this bullshit? He, they're, they're claiming right now they're, they're sick. Some shit, I don't know, it's a blood disease. Are you kidding me? Bitch, I had blood transfusions pumping in me. <laughs> that's something I actually, that's, that's, that, that's something I haven't quite healed from. I'm gonna be 1000 with y'all because people at my school were so ruthless. And I... I don't know why I feel like with even some of my close friends, um, family, jobs, everybody that I've ever encountered, I feel like I always am having to like prove myself because people never take me seriously. And I'm like, I know I'm silly and like I, I, I kind of mask some of my problems I'm having sometimes. But if I'm saying like, oh, I think I'm dying, like I'm not just trying to be quirky, like there, there's something going on with me, you know. 
Um, it's not a joke. It's not a bit. It's just, it's, I have a, a way of expressing it. And maybe that's why people don't take me seriously. But like, I always feel like, like I have to have the, the hard evidence before someone even takes me remotely serious, which just really sucks. Um, but I had like videos of me getting, you know, like my friends were like, prove it. Like, what the fuck? I'm, I'm dying. Like, I ain't got time for this shit. But people still like, this is all for attention. This is all for, okay, period. Um, but my 11th grade, I, when I was like coming back to school, there was like a two week period where I missed school. I didn't go. And when I came back, there was a, what they call a 504 plan. I believe that's what it's called. It's basically a plan that is set in place to protect, um, ill children, um, from their tardies and their absences and you won't get in trouble or the law won't come after you because you've, you're, you're fighting for your life essentially. So, um, I had put, they had put that order in place at my school. Um, but that's like a, a process. It doesn't just like, Oh, here's a 504 plan. This guy's gotta be approved. And it, it was a process. So, um, I wasn't any less sick, but like I said, people, they don't believe me when I tell them shit. So, um, I was late to school quite a bit when I came back and I was late to class because even the simplest tasks, like just walking to my classroom was so daunting. Like I was so out of breath. I would have to take breaks. I would have to stop because my hemoglobin, my, my red blood cell was so fucking low. It was like non-existent. And, um, so I would, I, w I was a slug getting to class and my school was like, it didn't have two stories, but it was just like so wide and long for whatever fucking reason. It was like a maze. So many like, <sighs> It was stressful and so it took me forever to get to my classes and um my teacher um uh, miss lee if you're listening way us up bitch um no beef with you uh you're a sweet lady but um i was actually dying when you challenged me the way you did and um oh my computer screen um yeah so basically i kept getting written up she kept writing me up because I was late to class like every day and I, it didn't matter. I was like, I, I'm sick. Like, I'm sorry. Like it is what it is. Um, also my dad like got me to school a little bit later because I was dragging ass getting ready. So, you know, just really didn't help my case, but I was doing the best I could at the time. And, um, she wasn't buying it. She was not fucking buying it. So she kept writing me up. And, um, one day I came into class and I have a write up somewhere. I should have fucking, kept it out um one second i'm gonna look for it angie's list is now angie and we've heard a lot of theories about why i thought it was an eco move fewer words less paper no it was so you could say it faster no it's to be more iconic must be a tech thing but those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Okay, so I found it. <laughs> Why do I have this? I don't know. I kept a lot of weird ass shit growing up, but this was the write up I got in 11th grade from Miss Lee, November 30th, 2011. As student was walking to class this morning, I told them they have ISS and need to go down to the ISS room. Cameron replied, hell no, I'm not going. After announcements, I told them again to go to ISS. Cameron said, I'm not fucking going and no one can make me. Got on their phone and started texting. I beeped for administration. Yeah, they do got the wrong pronouns on this bitch, but I hadn't really developed my pussy yet. So, um, yeah. Oh, my God. My government name is on that. I'm going to try to blur that out. <laughs> yeah. So I got written up for inappropriate language, excessive loud talking, disrespect to authority. And um, it was crazy because um, after she beeped for administration, I stormed out of the classroom. I said, bitch, I'll leave on my own accord. And I walked out and um, I waited for the principal in the hallways, which we had just transitioned out of like the best fucking principal, Mr. McGee. You were great. Um, then we had this dictator come and um, take over and changed everything like our school, like our lunch programs or not programs, but our, like the way our lunches worked. And uh, you could no longer leave. We had like a signed seat, like areas we had to sit in. And uh, it was just like a prison after he came in and he tried to do some announcements and it was just so horrible. And like he was just trash. He was a fucking bitch. Anyways, just had to get that off my chest. But he met me outside of the hallway and he just like immediately was so aggressive towards me and was like, you are um, such a troubled child and blah, 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 blah. You're causing a disruption. How dare you disrespect authority like this? And I'm like, I'm dying. I'm literally dying. Like I have a, d a disease and no one's listening to me. And he's like, oh, yeah, save it. Save it. They always have something to say. You always be be pop, And this is like the first conversation I've ever even had with this man. Like he's acting like he knows me or knows of me. Like prior to this, I didn't really get much in much trouble in high school middle school I got into a lot of trouble but up until that point I didn't get into much trouble and um yeah he basically was like if you don't if you don't hush your mouth uh if you don't save your excuses and hush your mouth I'm gonna make sure you have ISS for the rest of your high school career bitch anyways fast forward we got into the office and I'm like you know do you have children and um like because what if your child had cancer and went to school and no one was believing them do I need to call my mother? My mother called and cussed his ass the fuck out, as she should. Um, she was not very happy about that. So um, after that, Miss Lee really lightened up to me, actually. And she was very sweet and very, um, she was very supportive of me after that situation. I guess it was an, an eye-opening situation. There, there we go. I, I was told that I trigger people and wake them up. So maybe she woke up to be kinder because she was not nice to me prior to that. But she was very nice. In fact, there was like international night, I think it was, and I sang um, We Are the World. Mm, wow, if you saw that. Congratulations. I hope those clips never surface, but um, I do remember she was very um, supportive and she was cheering me on afterwards and she came and was like, oh, that was so good. So I don't hate you, Miss Lee. I'm just sharing a story, you know, per 
Uh, but that write up, I'm going to keep it forever. I should frame it. Um, not that I'm proud of it, but it was just so funny. It was so me. And so just like, I didn't give a fuck. Um, but yeah, I don't really have many. Uh, oh, there was one time. So my senior year, I, I came out of the closet. I think it was my senior year. And after that, like I just let loose. I was carrying purses to school. I was wearing makeup. I didn't give a fuck. I completely just owned who I was. I didn't care. Um, now I was still figuring myself out. So I did not really put the best outfits together. And my hair was kind of crazy. My makeup was horrendous. It was. Um, but I walked uh, my senior year. I had a free class. So um, they put me in the uh, discipline office and I would like have to organize um, people's write-ups, put them in their folders and go get students out of class. And one day I had to get somebody out of the automotive class and I walked in and there was a substitute who was very much butch. Um, she was not the normal teacher there. But uh, anyways, I walked in, I'm like, we need so-and-so. And, -so. and um, when I was walking out, the kid that was like closest to the door snickered. And before the door shut, I heard, oh, fucking faggot, like some shit like that under his breath, something about faggot, some slur. And um, I was so proud of myself in like that era because I was like, I'm me, like I'm queer as fuck and I don't give a fuck, you know? And so I was like, Camo, don't, don't, don't just let this one go. So I slammed open that door and I was like, excuse me, what, what was that? What was that? That's right, bitch. Shut your fucking mouth. And the substitute just looked at me and like, we exchanged this look like, it's okay. And she like, you know, I heard her thoughts. She was like a queer kiddo sticking up for themselves like that. I'm not even going to report this. And that motherfucker looked flabbergasted. The whole class was like, <laughs> probably clowned his ass too i hope they i hope they did he was a bitch they all were a fucking bitch I, I grew up in winder which was just such a problematic fucking town to live in especially as a a, a minority a queer person a, a person of color like it, that town was so backwards to all of us and um my classmates were just so nasty and i can't wait to see them at the 10-year reunion because they really they really ridiculed me growing up because I was myself. And you know, what are they doing now? <sighs> Getting cheated on, divorced, looking like a fucking pumpkin, tugboat ass bitches. Mm -hmm. They peaked, you know. So, uh, no hate in my heart for you, though. I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you for a living and breathing. Yeah, yeah. On that note, I'm going to wrap today's episode up. And uh, yeah, I had a lot of other stories to tell, but I'm looking at this list and I'm like, that's stupid. Bitch. Don't even mention that. I used to fucking go around with this girl, Allison. If you're listening, hey, girl, she was she thought it was so funny. I, I could make sheep noises and I sounded dead ass like a sheep. I'm not even going to try it right now. But it was like if you heard it, it sounded like a, a little Miss Mary's lamb, like literally. And I would do it and people would the teachers would get so upset. I also used to make this like. I can't do it. I'm a little rusty and dry right now, but it sounded dead ass like a bird. Right. And I would do that and I could do it so good that you couldn't tell I was doing it. And I would do that in classes and it would just drive teachers fucking so bad why did i do that i don't fucking know i was a nuisance but um yeah one one day a teacher called to see if there was a bird in the ceiling 
<laughs> Anyways, that's um, all I got for you girls today. I hope you'll have a great day. Hold it down. Send me positive energy, healing, healthy energy this way, please. And thank you. And uh, leave a review. Uh, yeah, I love you. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.